Welcome to I Love This Thing So Frigging Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Galia, a sex educator and queer organizer. Welcome to the show, Galia. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. So here is how this works. Galia will have three minutes to talk about something that she loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything she wants. Our only requirement is that she loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Galia? I am. Excellent. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so frigging much? I love the movie Pacific Rim by Guillermo del Toro. It is an action movie. It has giant robots fighting giant alien monsters, but it's actually an incredible deconstruction of those tropes and a really fantastic movie. The three things that I love about it is that it doesn't take itself seriously. The character arcs are genuinely phenomenon, and it has my favorite trope, which is bickering scientists. This movie in no way thinks that it is a serious film. It has, uh, you know, giant monsters fighting giant robots, but also it has, uh, the you know, Ron Perlman wears these shiny gold shoes that go ching when he walks. There is a giant uh, uh, mech that has three arms that fights the monsters with three different arms. The voice of the mechs is the same voice that does GLaDOS from the Portal series. Is. It's just absolutely hysterical. There's a bit where one of the giant... Uh, mechs punches through a building sort of by accident and the very tip of his mech knuckle taps uh, an office desk and the Newton's cradle goes off but very gently like it's it's absolutely hysterical there's one point where the city of Hong Kong has been like smashed by one of the giant uh, monsters and someone has to like throw up and there's a toilet right next to him everything about it is just funny and absurd I really appreciate the character arcs in the movie as well. The person who's ostensibly the main character is like this buff, blonde dude who like knows everything about the topic. He is absolutely not the main character. He has no character arc whatsoever. The entire uh, plot circles around the character of Mako Mori, who gets to become more complex as a character, who gets to process her emotions, who gets to come out on the other side a more complex and sort of uh, accomplished individual. And there's also this concept in the film of drift compatibility, which is that two people can be so on the same wavelength that their brains are able to match up with each other. And something that you don't see very often in films like this is that dude character, Raleigh uh, Beckett, has processed his emotions already. And then, like, on top of everything, my favorite trope is bickering scientists, and there's one, like, uptight, uh, harsh mathematician and one, like, loosey-goosey rock star biologist, and they're total bros, and they absolutely love each other. I actually read a lot of fan fiction about these dudes. And there are some phenomenal gems in the film, mainly Idris Elba's butt as he's wearing this, like, skin-tight bodysuit, but also the diversity and infrastructure of the concept of these giant robots we don't usually see in these action films all of the work that humans would have to do to make these robots able to leave the the building and go fight the giant monsters go ahead and finish your thought oh that was just it you get like hundreds of people working to move these giant monsters which we don't usually get to see behind the scenes <laughs> excellent Galia, thank you for telling us about pacific rim today <laughs> It's my pleasure. I love it so freaking much. Yeah, it, it is very clear from the way you talk about it. Absolutely. Uh, it sounds like the things that you've latched onto in this movie are all the ways that it breaks the norm from and from the typical action movies. Now, I don't watch a whole lot of action movies. 
Uh, but I wonder if you could talk a little more about those things, specifically the uh, the dealing with feelings aspects. I don't think when you say action action movie, you don't really think of people sitting around talking about their feelings. Could you talk a little more about that? Yeah. So I'll say I don't watch a lot of action movies either, mostly because they don't talk about their feelings. But specifically, <laughs> the character of Raleigh is so poised to be this like buff dude who doesn't talk about his feelings. And talking about your feelings is so necessary in a film where the concept of drift compatibility exists, that two people have to be on the same wavelength. You can't just not talk about feelings in a movie where people share brains with each other. They have to process things together. They have to be on the same page. They have to support each other. And that character of Mako Mori has a, a traumatic arc in, in the movie, and she absolutely has to communicate about it. Raleigh has to know about it. They have to connect over this topic. Yeah, and I I just love that they get to share those moments. Yeah, because they need their their brains need to work together to uh, so that the giant robot can go fight the monsters. Correct? Exactly. The, the giant robots are kind of powered on feelings, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> you mentioned uh, fan fiction, which is always a fun topic. So, can you talk a little bit more about the uh, fan community and fan response that's built around uh, Pacific Rim? Yeah, so I actually read the fan fiction and got involved in the fandom before I watched the movie, where, like, Tumblr, this was back when I was on Tumblr, Tumblr went bananas over Pacific Rim. And I, like, read some of the fix, and it looked amazing, but I didn't get it, so I had to watch the movie, and was absolutely shocked that, like... Often the fandom of an action movie is building so much complexity on very little actual content because the actual content is just like bam, pow, boom. <laughs> there was actually a lot of depth in the movie that that the fandom could build off of. And it really focused on, again, the drift compatibility gives so much space for fandoms to develop conversations about the pasts of characters, about how they connect with each other, about how they process the experiences that they're having right now because they are in this sort of like traumatic mid-apocalyptic experience and um what i really appreciate is that the creators of pacific rim saw that there was this love for the depth and complexity and came out with uh, a bunch of comics about it and backstory like i have all the like backstory of the characters and all the little one-shot comics they're all lined up on my comic shelf and you learn so much about these characters that just adds to the richness of the fan fiction and the fandom it's a world-building nerd's dream over there Oh, it's incredible. Uh, could you talk a little more about the uh, bickering scientist? Because that was one of the first things you mentioned that you love about this movie. I love it so much. The scientists are um, Newton Geisler and Herman Gottlieb. And really, again, the reason I got into the fandom was because of the fan fiction first. And we know from the background information of these characters that they have been working to, to fight the kaiju, these monsters, and working on building Jaeger for almost 10 years. So there is such richness of backstory in these guys. And the thing is, they absolutely actually love each other, but they hate each other on screen. There's a lot of teasing each <laughs> other and being jerks, but they know each other so well. They have this history. They share a lab together. There's no way that they could actually hate each other and work that closely for 10 years. So there's got to be the assumption of, of love underneath it. And in the end of the movie, these guys drift together. They trust each other enough to put their brains on the line, but they actually drift with one of the giant monsters to figure out how to defeat the giant monsters that you know that there is trust and respect underneath all of the bitching at each other. Wow, that, that does give the fanfic writers a lot to work with. Oh my god, I have published one fanfiction in the last 10 years and it's about them. <laughs> <laughs> 
This movie sounds like a breath of fresh air in so many ways. Oh my god, it is, again, it is so different from my norm. My my partner, Claire, whenever we watch it, is like, this is weird. You don't usually like the big explosion pow stuff. But it just <laughs> makes me so happy that I get to gleefully enjoy the, the fighting and the, like, there's a bit where one of the giant mechs picks up a shipping container in each hand to smash the giant monster with. Like, it's absurd. But there are also <laughs> these beautiful moments of emotion and humanity. Wonderful. Galia, again, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, My pleasure. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about the movie Pacific Rim or our guest, Galia, you can find our social media information in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. I Love This Thing So Frigging Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed by Sophie A. Katz and edited by Melissa Block. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, The Window, at all those social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon. Bye.